the five reasons why people don't buy from you and what you can do about it. I'm very excited to share this episode with you because I am wondering if you wonder why people don't buy from you. And for the past few months, I realized that there's absolutely no quick wins in sales. Believe me, I tried. <laughs> and so if you are ready to invest time and effort in this, it will pay off. And so if you want to continue listening to this episode, do so, so you will get the clients you deserve. This is Big Business with Sarah, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to continue building their business and understand you should never stop learning. So the thing is that it's sometimes very hard to understand why somebody isn't buying from you. And you might recognize this. So if you're thinking, I have a great offer, uh, I have heaps of experience, and I honestly know that my possible client will be much better off if they worked with me. <laughs> um, I am bringing uh, up five reasons why I believe someone isn't buying from you. And I'm also offering you solutions in this podcast episode, of course. So some reasons might be a little bit harsh to hear, uh, but bear with me because I think it will help you get the clients you deserve. Reason number one is, and this is actually you're thinking, mm, all right, if you were, are you a business coach? Do you really know what you're talking about? But this happens a lot, actually. It is unclear what, it, what you are offering. So that's the first reason. Always talk about the outcome first to your clients. So things like pricing, dates, location, time investments, uh, the fun part, uh, what do they gain? You can um, talk about that, um, but talk about uh, that outcome first. I'm going to mention this too in reason number two. And also, if it's unclear what you're offering, really wonder yourself, for who is this exactly? So one of my clients, for instance, she's writing a book currently, and I asked her to write down a list of names, actual names of people that she knows, of 20 people that she wants to have to sell the book to, that she believes that should, you know, people that should read her book, sorry, a little bit stumbling here uh, so 20 people that she thinks that should read her book because simply it will really help them so figuring out who is your ideal client is also very important in understanding what is it that you're offering and so weave this message and around you know everything that you do social media posts email newsletters sales page, in real life conversations, and always go back to, mm, you know what, I'm actually helping a client, like I just said, you know, with the person that I'm helping, you know, write down those 20 names. Um, weave this around in all your messaging, because most people have no idea what you're offering. So this is what I see happen all the time. So people say, yeah, I mentioned it once and nobody is buying. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Um, there's a general rule in marketing, and this is actually, I think it's since the 80s, that people need seven touch points to buy from you. And those could be different kinds of touch points. So in most commercials, you don't see, uh, you know, for instance, I remember, you know, there's one one commercial that I'm thinking about all the time. And it's, um, you know, there's this, you know, women working in the office, and then they're saying to each other, Coca-Cola light break, 
Coca-Cola light break, Coca-Cola light break. And then, you know, this, this song, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Sorry that I'm, you know, I'm singing this badly, but I had to sing it like this because else maybe <laughs> you wouldn't recognize it. And then I think he's a windscreen washer, a very muscular man. And then, of course, he has his Coca-Cola lights and these women are, women are drooling over him, you know, from their office. Um, so they're not really talking about, you know, the cocoa leaves that made uh, Coca-Cola so great or the packaging or no, they are actually, you know, that commercial, I it was probably in the beginning of the 90s. I was very young, but I remember it so vividly because... I, it's actually a crazy commercial. I don't think this will happen again, um, you know, in the 20s. Um, but so my point is that, you know, talk about the experience, talk about the outcome. I mean, what is the outcome for these women in the commercial of Coca-Cola Light is that they, they drink the same, you know, juice as that gorgeous man. I don't know. I mean, they're connected with him in some way and they obviously want that. Um, my point is talk about the outcome first, and that's also going to be the second reason or so it's unclear what you're offering was my first reason. So the second reason is you're not specific on the outcome. So I want you to talk to about the situation that your client is going is currently at point A. So that's their current situation and you're going to help them go to point B. What is actually, you know, what is actually going to help them? and you know, I'm going to mention this so more, much more often in this episode is that your clients or your prospects don't owe you anything. It's up to you to show them uh, what the outcome can be. You know, you don't have to say, you know, if you're, for instance, if you are a fitness coach, it's very difficult to say, you know what, if you're going to the gym with me, you will lose 20 kilos in three months. That's a problem that you can't make, can't keep. I, as a business coach, am also not saying to you that you should have 10K months or 100K months or, you know, 1,000K, uh, no, sorry, uh, a million months. Uh, because I can't make that promise because, you know, it's also very much up to your client how much work they put into it. And, you know, that's a thing that I don't like, you know, for instance, in the fitness industry or the business, business coaching industry, is that people are promising that because they can't. Um, but my point is, be very clear what could be their outcome when they worked with you or when they bought your products. So without explaining, then the second step you can take in this, with, without explaining exactly how, be specific on the steps that your client is going to take once they work with you. So be a little bit clear in, all right, so this is what you can do. Um, this is what, you know, the steps that we're going to take. I'm not going to explain you how, that's what we're going to talk about once you work with me. But, you know, so they know a little bit what to expect. So for instance, if you're, you are in the service industry, um, you know, be very interested, uh, um, very, be very clear on the process, not so much on the how, but more on the what. And one thing that that is so interesting, and I'm still researching this, and if if you listen to the podcast episodes, you know before this, you know this already. But buyers in 2022 like to do their own research. If you're listening to this in 2023 or four, you will probably it will probably be 
even worse, or, or may, I think it's actually better. It will probably even be more. So has, have as much information as you can to take them for a ride. So, you know, that time when you had just short sales pages or short, um, I, I don't know, product pages. I don't think that works anymore. People really like to um, actually um, really do their own research, you know, you know, before I'm buying something, you know, in a, in a brick and mortar shop, I always kind of like to know a little bit of background. Uh, so also be open to that. Also be open to answering all those questions. Um, and, you know, maybe someone, you know, if you are working in a brick and mortar shop, you know, make it more interesting for people to buy from you instead of online, or maybe you have an online shop. I don't know exactly what your business is. But be open that buyers are going to do their own research. So chasing your clients too much is, I mean, that's going to be quite difficult. Also, something that I'm thinking about a lot lately is demand generation instead of lead generation. So demand generation is really about creating that demand and not so much by getting in leads, right? So a typical way of how to get in leads and... um. I'm currently offering a lot of that as well in my sales pages is that uh, you have to leave your email address before you can enter, for instance, my free sales training or my free downloads, you know, on whatever, you know, something that is on. So that's locked content. And, you know, something that is unlocked content is this podcast. So that's a part of demand generation. But there's this new upcoming thoughts in, in the marketing world that if people really like you, they will come back to you. So, you know, you, you don't really need their email addresses is the idea. And it's a very old marketing thought right now that you need all those email addresses to sell to people because, you know, it might be that they just want to get your guide, you know, on how to create the best Excel file. I don't know, you know, what kind of guide you're having. Um, but that, you know, they, they might want to work with somebody else in the end because they don't really like the way you're sending your emails, right? So it's a thought I'm still, you know, I just want to share my thought process with you and also share that, you know, I'm not perfect and I don't have all the answers yet. Sorry to break it to you, but it's true. <laughs> so anyway, you know, knowing that your buyers in 2022 do want to do their own research, really do need to take their time and you know what if they really like you they will actually come back to you um and if they think you are the expert so that's also going to reason number three is people don't trust you and this is maybe a little bit harsh to realize but it might actually be true mm. Maybe people think that you're a great person and they, you know, they think that you should get everything that you can, but they just don't want to buy from you. And one of the reasons, uh, the ways that you can build trust is by showing up every day, by showing your expertise online. So become a niche authority. I'm talking about this in my coaching program, but, you know, in short, become a niche authority is, I mean, it's very, very clear and very easy to remember is that you're becoming an authority within your niche. So by sharing your expertise online, and I, I once read somewhere, I think it was on LinkedIn, on Twitter, that someone said that she didn't share with her publisher <laughs> uh, because she, she published a book and she said, um, I think 14 months after the book release, which was a bestseller, she told her, her publisher, 
you know what? I actually already shared all of my pages, you know, all of my uh, modules, all of my chapters from my book with my LinkedIn or Twitter crowds because I wanted to see how people would react. And and the, in that way, actually, she became a niche authority because people would recognize it. I mean, it's a great way to launch. You know, she was really, you know, uh, stretching that hype face a lot. And, you know, it's so funny because, you know, the publisher had no idea. And also, you know, people bought the book. It was a best-selling book. But don't be afraid to share everything that you know online. I'm actually also doing it in one way or another. I'm keeping some gifts just exclusively for my clients. But, uh, and also, you know, my method, you know, the thing is, another thing that I've listened to on another podcast was that people don't pay so much for your expertise, but they pay to save a lot of time because you, you probably with most creators, also podcast creators, you could actually really work uh, you know, create the business of your dreams, for instance, with my business coaching advice in my podcast, it could actually be that you are not going to be a paying client. Um, but if you want to spend time on this, I mean, sure, I, I'm, I'll be happy to help because I'm sharing all the content for free. And, you know, as I'm sharing all this content for free, it actually might help you just to do it all on your own. But there are people who decide, you know what, I don't want to spend all this time listening to Sarah's podcasts or to listening all her blog articles or to listen uh, to read all her content on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I don't have time for that. I just want to buy time. And that's the reason why most people probably buy from me. Um, so realizing that, that you can share all your expertise online uh, and realizing that people will probably buy your time instead of buy your expertise because they can get it online. It, it might help you, you know, you know, break, break down those walls, you know, from your cold content and, um, and just share everything happily. So Another tip I wanted to share with you is getting involved in conversations online. So, for instance, write a column in a publication your audience reads, um, you know, comment a lot on LinkedIn posts, you know, within your niche. I have been working on my LinkedIn um, authority, actually, a lot for uh, since the beginning of August. I was planning to do it beginning of September, but then I already just started. And I'm going to share with this in, in the next couple of ex episodes. I'm not sure which one yet, but um, because I want, to, want it to be very good for you, of course. But so I, I noticed that, you know, through LinkedIn comments, I'm actually getting a lot of um, DMs for people who are asking me if I can help them. So you know, getting involved in the conversation. And I think Twitter and LinkedIn are perfect for that. I think Instagram has a little bit lost its, its touch in that, in that perspective. Um, yeah. And another tip I want to give you is you might want to consider get public speaking gigs. And it might be that you're afraid to, you know, show up on stage, sharing your thoughts and ideas, um, and you can just start small. Maybe, maybe do it for free once once in a while. Uh, I've been public speaking since 
the dawn of my time. I love being on stage, so for me it's quite quite easy. But I understand also if, if you haven't done that and if you don't really like that, that it could be quite difficult. And I also believe that you should, you know, you don't have to do p- public speaking if you, if you really don't like it. Uh, you can also write. I mean, blogs are still very, very, I mean, there is still a lot of lot possible, you know, you just have to be really good and finding that niche authority and having your own voice and your personal brand. And then actually that blog might actually pay off. And from that blog, you can write posts because, you know, you, you have you have long form content and then you can create short form content from that. So and then it's very easy to create content each and every day. I'm giving away so much here. I love it. <laughs> Another tip to build your authority and to have people trust you is to ask for reviews from your current clients and share them on your website or sales page or LinkedIn profile. So this is something, I mean, I should do this too more often because I have so many happy clients and I should, I should do this way more. Um, but just ask your current clients, even if you're not finished yet, what do you think of working with me? And and then record it or, you know, ask them to record a video or maybe have a, a three small questions that they can answer and that you can make, um, you, you can make a review for, from that and then check to see if they like it. Uh, make it as easy as possible for your client to do this and just publish it because I mean that's one of you know that's really um, social proof is really a great way to build your authority and if you need to dive deeper into this by the way I have created a episode I think it's episode six in the big business with Sarah show and listen to this it's talking about becoming a captain of industry so you can dive into that a little bit more Reason number four could be that your pricing isn't fitting your offer. So reason why people are not buying from you. Stop making up pricing from your gut feeling. Calculate how much do you want to sell? How much do you want to invest to sell? What does your product suite look like? What is going to be the customer lifetime value? Is this your core offer or your lead generation generator? Think of ways on what your pricing looks like. Um, Just making up prices is a big, big no-no. Your audience will feel that too. Have a strategy in mind. And this is also how to build trust. And if you want to learn more about setting your prices and having the right sales strategy, you can follow my sales training for free. I will link it in the show notes. Um, You can follow it for free. And... um, So you can make your own sales plan. And if you're thinking, yeah, but I don't have time. Okay, what do you want? More time or more clients? You know, the thing is, if you have more clients, you have more time. So just do it. (laughs) And the fifth reason is why you are not getting more clients is you are not creating enough urgency. So if people are saying... If they don't have money or time, like I just said in the previous reason why you wouldn't follow my free sales training workshop, is that you need to work on your messaging. And, you know, you think what I just said, like, just do it, is not a great messaging. (laughs) I should give a great example for that, but I have some ideas. So give away something for free so they can taste what it what it's like to f- work with you or to buy from you so for instance have some samples ready um you know 
if you have a beauty business, help them clean, you know, maybe have a skin analysis. If you have um, a a clothing shop, uh, give them maybe some styling advice. You know, there's all these kinds of ways that you can actually give something for free before they're buying. And also show the outcome they will get. So, I mean, I've talked about this in reason number one and two, but really show the outcome, you know, what could be, in t- and, and also, you know, try to portray this like, you know, this could be you. Mm. Third tip I want to give you is dive, dive deeper into what your ideal client needs and actually create an offer they can't refuse. So it can happen that somebody has a very specific question And if you're saying, no, no, I just really want to work like this and uh, that's it and you're not having enough clients, then I would suggest that maybe you would change something in your product tree and um, uh, or product suite. I'm calling it product suite uh, tree. Um, um, But, you know, so create something new for them. And I also want you to remember that your future prospects, and I just said it before, doesn't owe you anything. It is up to you to make your offer very attractive. And this is, again, about radical responsibility. Don't blame the others. You know, step into action mode and just do it. So I'm going to summarize my five reasons. The first one was, it's unclear what you're offering Do you think this was bad? I don't think it was really bad. I mean, I thought it was a little bit harsh maybe, but, you know, stepping out of this, um, this idea of "Mm, people are not buying, but actually taking action is actually going to help you. So summarizing it, it is unclear what you're offering. Uh, Second one is you are not specific on the outcome. The third one is people don't trust you. The fourth one is your price just isn't right. And fifth is the urgency to buy is unclear. You deserve to get the right clients and let them pay you. Work on these five steps and you will attract more. So if you liked this training, you are going to love my Black Friday workshop. I'm hosting it on Tuesday, October 25th at 2 p.m. set. So I'm based in Amsterdam, so Central European time. This is a bonus training for my mastermind clients, actually. Uh, there's a, the third round is, is open right now. Sorry, second round is open right now. But I wanted to open it up for you, too, for only 34 euros. And you can follow the link in the description to join. Um, Black Friday is really a perfect way to experience with uh, experiment with new business models, new offers. So if that sounds good, you're very welcome to join. And thank you so much for listening and see you next week.